Don't you turn against me. I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. You thunder against me! You have done that yourself! Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast. Your one-stop shop for all controversies related to the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Alex, and with me is our other host, Ethan. And today we are jumping back into our Clone Wars slash Attack of the Clones arc, and we are diving into the controversy regarding Hayden Christensen and whether he is a good actor or his acting in that film, Attack of the Clones, is good or not. There are many people that believe that he did a very good job and was perfect for the role, and there are a lot of other people who say that he was very bad and terrible. There are certain people that say also in that subgenre saying that he is a bad actor and should never have been chosen, and other people say that he is not necessarily a bad actor, but as we talked about earlier, the dialogue was awful. Right. He didn't, he, he didn't have much to work with. <laughs> Correct. But today, Ethan, we can start it off. So that's our intro. Ethan, what do you know about the Hayden Christensen acting controversy? Just, you know, just like that you mentioned that there are, you know, the sides of both those who think that, you know, he's a bad actor and, and the side that thinks he's not, I am more, I am more on the side of he's not necessarily a bad actor, but he was given this very bad script and, you know, so he, he, there wasn't really a whole lot of room for him to, to shine <laughs> for lack of a better uh, term. You know, I think if, I think if the if the dialogue had been written better and the story, the love story wasn't kind of so cheesy and forced, I think he would have come off a lot better uh, to audiences. He would have been received a lot better for his performance uh, because there's some there's some scenes where I think he just totally nails it. You know, I think that a couple of scenes, I mean, not. In Attack of the Clones or the series in general? In the series in general. I should, okay. I should, we should We're talking Attack, Attack of the, of the Clones. Clones here. Right, right. Okay, so then I'll dial, I'll dial that back. But, just, but that, can, but that goes, does go into how he is not necessarily a bad actor, but that the, the script, the writing was not good. He was given better, right. better writing later. Exactly. Okay. What do you know about people who say he's, he's bad? or the portrayal itself was bad? Why was it bad? Do you know why people say it's bad? I guess not specifically, not too many details otherwise, other than- Do you think it was stuff. good or bad? I think, I think is it, so I think his performance in Attack of the Clones is bad, but I but think not it's- not his fault, yes. But not his fault. Right. It, why was his performance bad? Like, as in, so not, uh, not, not, when I say why was his bad, 
We're just saying, okay, you accept his performance is bad, not his fault. Why was the performance bad to you? Why did you think it was bad? What did he do wrong? Or oh. what did what was wrong with the performance? Well, okay, so I I, I think he just it, it came off as as sort of whiny. You know, he seems too headstrong and sort of it just they don't so much pick like a it's like a it's like in one it's like one scene he's you know talking about how much he loves obi-wan and then other scenes he's talking about how much he doesn't like him his character sort of fluctuates maybe what i'm trying to say yeah okay. yeah right. character fluctuates yeah okay all right well I have a whole huge list of things. So do we want to start with good or bad? Let's start with, we'll bad, start with because bad. Start with yeah. bad because that's that's going to work better for us. So we're starting off with bad. I got a bad feeling about this. To start her off, we have just straight up critiques of the performance itself. So before, even just like right after Attack of the Clones was released. New York Times critic A.O. Scott compared his efforts to something you might see on an episode of Dawson's Creek, which for our younger viewers is a TV show back in the late early thousands about teenagers angst and all that jazz. So right. very popular and it was not well received. He's a Canadian actor with all the personality of a block of wood uh, put him in love scenes with Natalie Portman and hope for the best. His totally unconvincing slide to the dark side could maybe have been pulled off by someone with better chops, but Lucas gets what Lucas wants after all. And one final one. He was awarded the worst supporting actor for both Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith for the yeah. Razzies. And those are literally the worst they basically the opposite of the oscars of your worst the worst yeah trail razzy and, means you're the right you're the worst yep <laughs> and he got that for attack of the clones so grunge also writes uh that his performance in this movie is pretty much flat all the way through even his temper tantrum when he screeches the infamous lines it's all obi-wan's fault he's jealous He's holding me back. Can't be believed. In that week, don't believe he's actually upset. And the lightsaber fight with Count Dooku at the end, well, let's just say that when Yoda comes in to save the day, he saves the day in more than one sense. You're gonna pay for all the Jedi that you killed today, Dooku. We'll take him together. You're going slowly on the left. I'm taking him now. No, Anakin, no! Yeah, his, his banter with, with Dooku is not good. And his, uh, his, his, his battle with yeah. Dooku is not great. Even though it's not technically Dooku, it's a stunt double, but yeah, it's not good. Oh, yeah, no. So. Yeah. Does that bring I mean, more thoughts on more thoughts to the... Yeah, well, you know, I think that, yeah, I don't know. I, Attack of the Clones, there's just so much wrong with it. You know, I, but... I don't think he was, I don't think he deserved you know, worst actor, you know, I think, yeah. I, 
He's not good yeah. in it, dude. No, and you know, I the more I think about it, it's it's really you know, it gets harder and harder to defend, you know, to blame it on just the script alone. No, you can, you can. I will fully say you can. But yeah, actors don't get like you when you get a best actor, if you get on Oscar for best actor, it's not, oh, I have the it's only because of the script that I got this. No, you're right. And so so it's and yeah. So we're not saying here that he's a terrible, I'm not arguing that he's a terrible actor. These people are because, again, these are more back in the past, around 2001, when this came out, where they're they're just reviewing the film. They're not going to dive into, oh, the script was terrible and blah, blah, blah. They're just saying he does not do well. Yeah. And I would, you know, I, I think that there's definitely some truth to that. Was that his first role? No. Was that his? Okay. I didn't think so. I think he could have just benefited a lot from better directing too you know that's what a just, lot of people say is because yeah i think george is not a actor's director right i you know it, he, he got I a wonder, best supporting he got like a gold globe nomination did he yeah oh huh not for this but for something no, no, right no. right uh between it came out right between revenge of the sith and attack of the clones they got a golden oh. bullet knob, but yeah, after I, this, I, after these two, they kind of sank him. Right. Like I was saying, I think that he could, you know, if somebody, if George had had looked at the scene and just realized how how cheesy he was delivering these lines and and how cheesy the dialogue was at all, I, yes, could have could have benefited him so much so much more. But that was uh, our last episode. That's right. Tying, so. to, tying back to last episode. I feel bad for the guy, though, because uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he has potential. But when you know, when you do, when you have two bad movies, not bad. The third one's not bad, but when you have two movies, kind of in that similar, similar realm of script and and. And acting really, like you said, really sunk the guy in. Yep. According to newidea.com, Hayden Christensen's awkward portrayal of Anakin Skywalker's transformation into Darth Vader is downright hard to watch, which I don't disagree with. New York Post states he's absolutely laugh out loud awful as Anakin in the Star Wars prequels, squandering what could have been a generational star turn. Christensen's performance helped sink the already awful trilogy. Yeah, see, I don't agree with that. Oh, I do. I don't think, yeah, but I, I don't think it was laugh out loud terrible. You know, I, you don't laugh when he's crying and saying, "I killed them, I murdered them, I hate them." Uh, no, I do not laugh at that. <laughs> you don't uh, laugh when he says, "I hate sand." Okay, yes, that part, sure. but That's laugh out loud funny. Okay, fine. But I, I don't like how they're trying to incorporate like, that, you know, that one scene is, yeah, I don't think, I don't think the entire, his entire performance is laugh out loud terrible. You know, maybe because I, you know, I grew up younger watching that scene and that 
in those movies. So it's when I watched it for the first time as a kid, I was actually like kind of, you know, I felt that a little bit, not going to lie, when he's talking about how he murdered all those in Tuscans. And mm-hmm. when I grew up and watched it, you know, when I, the older I got and watched it again, I, I could always see the cheesiness to it and like the bad delivery, but I never, it never really was enough for me to, to yeah, hate it. Uh, I can understand where people are coming from and why, you know, how, how it can definitely per- be perceived as being so terrible and laugh out loud. But I, when I watched that scene in particular of him crying about murdering the Tuscans, uh, I'm, I'm invested in it. Uh, I, I'm not laughing, but you're invested could it in have that been, scene. No, I mean, I'm not invested, but like, I, 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 you know, I, I can feel his pain. I can, I can understand, you know, how that anger and where he's coming from. Okay. You know, I can, when the part where he's, you know, his mom dies and, you know, uh, I can see that anger on his face and that anger swell within him. And as he, you know, takes out the entire village. See, I, I would, I would tend to side on the laugh out loud part where we see his face turning of just like his rage. I, I thought that was not great. Okay, <laughs> no, well, again, fair enough. You know, I, again, yeah. <laughs> again, what I think you're interpreting here is I'm finding people that, again, this is the controversy. People think he's really bad. And you're on the side that it's more not necessarily he's bad, but the, the script he was given was really bad. The dialogue yes. he was given is bad. Yes. I tend to agree there. I don't think he's a great actor. But I don't no, think he's, he's certainly a, not he's like a an A plus actor. Yeah. But like yeah. So when when I hear them say that like he helped sink an already terrible trilogy of like that that performance, yes, it did. Was it his fault? Eh, probably partially. Cause like if you got a real a really good actor in there, you might be able to pull something out. I mean, like Ewan McGregor made us love him, even with terrible dialogue. So yeah, get a really good actor in there, and he might be better. But it's he's not a really good actor. He's an actor and got in put in a crummy situation. I suppose. But then you know, I see online, you know, people. There's tons of people, fans, who are constantly calling for Hayden Christensen to come back in some sort of reprise. We're not role there yet. Or, Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. We're talking. We're talking about the bad here. All right, sorry. I I, keep, I get ahead of myself, but I'll. Come I know back. because you. Fe- I feel like you're invested in this one. This one you're invested with, and so I like when I say stuff, you're like, "Oh, they're making fun of my movie." Oh. <laughs> and that's good. That's good. Yeah, for sure. I've I've you're invested. I've, yeah, I've much so a much bigger connection to the prequels. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Okay. So yes, we will get to the. Fa- there are a lot of fans out there that love him, that think he's great. Yes. And we will get there. So. Okay. Okay. But still keeping on. So uh, according to Cleveland Entertainment, Cleveland.com, they hated Hayden Christensen's overacted, petulant, aggressively horny Anakin. 
it's shocking just how hard it is to watch Hayden Christensen's performance as Anakin Skywalker. Okay, I'll stop. Aggressively there. horny. You can respond to that. Yeah. You like Aggressively it? horny. Good lord. He is. <laughs> no, I know. It, but it's just when you hear those, when you hear that, it's just like <laughs> ah. yes, I his, I would agree his with that. Incessant desire to be with her and be like, I'm so pain. Like that's laugh out loud funny, dude. That's yes. laugh out no, loud I, performance. Uh, fair enough. Like, I, I need you. That <laughs> okay. I'm haunted by All the right. kiss you never should have given yes. me. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's uh <laughs> There's, it's it's hard to it's hard to watch that scene without without a big smirk coming across your face, and and, and when you think about how that scene is meant to be so serious, yes, it's it's meant to be so serious, and and you're supposed to you know be like oh, I, Anakin, I feel I I feel it, but it just we does can't. not come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? I, yes, okay, yes, there are. <laughs> I was thinking about that scene. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would agree with with the term aggressively horny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so continuing, it's shocking just okay. how hard it is to watch Hayden Christensen's performance as Anakin Skywalker. Every line makes you cringe. Christensen's performance truly makes you believe you could have done it better. It's a testament to just how great. Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, and others were in their roles that they were able to carry many of the scenes. Criticism of Christensen has been so harsh over the years that you almost feel sorry for the guy, but sadly, most of it is warranted. That's according to Cleveland.com, five casting mistakes. Does it say when that was written, just out of curiosity? I will double check it. Is I believe 2014. Nope, 2019. Or it was oh, posted okay. 2014, updated 2019. Okay. The only reason I ask is just because like it just seems in recent years his he's become not so hated. He has, but there are still people that don't like yes. him. No, I know. I I yeah. All right, that's all I got on the bad side because apparently we can't we can't handle the bad. <laughs> we can handle the bad. I didn't say it was good. Then I what agreed is with it? Some of the bad. It's I, if it's not I bad, there, what is it? Well, okay, it's not, it's not I, good I, I, and it's not more, bad. What is it? It's it's in between. I said it's more. You know, it's not awful. Okay. I don't think it's as bad as some people are saying it is. But is it good? No. But okay. is it you know this this terrible as terrible as people are, are are writing and talking about? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I think it's I think it is more of the script's fault than it is him. Right. Well, um, yeah. I argue with that. So. Yeah, that's what we've been talking about. <laughs> okay. I've never said it. I never said it was good. Okay. All right, now we get to dive into the positive. This is where the fun begins. So as you've been saying, uh, there is a lot of fan support and especially surrounding Rise of Skywalker, a lot of people wanted Aiden Christensen to come back 
to yeah. Star Wars and voice or and, and be in uh, Rise of Skywalker. That obviously happened, but didn't happen to the satisfaction of everyone. He had a line. Yeah. Everybody wanted to actually see him. They oh, wanted I a, don't want they to. Wanted a, they wanted a ghost projection. Yeah. See, I don't need a ghost projection, you know, because it doesn't make sense if he's a ghost projection because he didn't die. Yes, he did. As, he's already a ghost projection. Yes, but I'm saying having him being projected as the younger version of himself, I wouldn't necessarily like because then why does Obi-Wan That's what canon is, dude. As? It's canon. That's, 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 that goes back to our, our original episode of the Star Wars 1997 yeah. re-releases. But yes. Right. No, people wanted to actually have have see him as uh, as Anakin. Uh, yeah, see, I don't so. need that. I would rather him either have him, you know, show up in in some sort of extended flashback, or, or you know, which I think they might do with the Kenobi show, but I don't have to talk about that right now. We'll see. Uh, yep. Yeah. Sidebar: We recorded this before the announcement that Hayden Christensen would be returning for the Kenobi series. Now back to your show. So, there are a couple explanations here. The first, we'll go with a couple that are saying that it's not his fault. Okay? So, according to Pajiba.com, celebrities are better than you. Uh, they say their job was like being told to climb Everest without any oxygen or guides while a bunch of people shouted their ears about their fitness. <laughs> Basically saying like they had he had an impossible job, and well, yes, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, and Samuel Jackson kind of pulled that off. He didn't have; he was not the expert climber. He was more of like a mediocre climber and didn't pull it off as well. But it was not necessarily what he was asked to do was ridiculous. Yes, I'd agree with that. Okay. George Lucas badly wrote Anakin's character and gave him lines that fans find ridiculous or uselessly long scenes. The trilogy is extremely poorly managed. Basically, George Lucas gave him dialogue that is not good. Exactly. And another one that I found is Hayden Christensen was the victim of campy dialogue that George Lucas can sometimes write. If you don't own that dialogue, then the audience will pick up on this. It is compounded by the fact that much of the film was performed while standing in front of a green screen rather than in real world sets. So it was more that he was inexperienced with the CGI and he was not, as you were saying, the best actor. So he couldn't completely own the dialogue. Right. So he didn't, couldn't compress it and make it his own, unlike other couple other actors. But it's still bad dialogue by George. Yes. And then continuing on that of how George was very particular about he want, what he wanted. So he says, I just think that he didn't own, uh, somebody wrote on, online, I just think that he didn't own the role because George's direction just didn't seem believable to him or the audience, which is very true. George does not give the best direction. No, <laughs> clearly not. And then last, uh, lastly, about it not being his fault and more focusing on George. Consequently, the most crucial dialogue, particularly the sudden transition from good Jedi about the arrest 
Palpatine into the guy who kills Kate Mace Windu and bows on the knees of the Emperor just moments later just didn't seem believable. In fact, it just seems that he was instructed to be almost whiny about being so lovestruck, which made the transition to the most evil Sith Lord in the galaxy all the less believable. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, I think it certainly, in some areas, definitely seemed whiny and kind of rushed, too. Yeah, the story is rushed. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for my crazy long explanation of why the performance was perfect and George Lucas wrote it perfectly and uh, everybody found, else you, is just weird. You found something about that? Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. So here's, here's a, a short version and then there's a longer okay. version, but here's a short version I have that I found. And these are found on Qora.com. With the question, somebody asked, why is Hayden Christensen so awful in Star Wars prequel trilogy? But these are people that are defending him. So they said, he didn't have the most normal... So this is talking about Anakin, the character. He didn't have the most normal upbringing. Born a slave on a desert planet where, despite his status, he had to know that he was somewhat special with his pod racing abilities and the whole building a fully functional droid from junk. Then abducted slash rescued by warrior monks, who callously left his also slave mother behind, despite seemingly able to either rescue or buy his mother. Not two hours later, thrust into the middle of a major interstellar war while simultaneously discovering that heretofore believed to be extinct line of evil space wizards are not only alive, but active. And then given a dozen years of no fun all at all magic schooling, Hogwarts, but where childhood isn't even vaguely acknowledged. Robotic and prone to fits of rage is probably a best case scenario. Okay. So their argument is that uh, he didn't have a normal upbringing and therefore Anakin is going to be naturally, is going to naturally be uh, prone to fits of rage and robotic because he's not a normal child. Yeah. Okay. But that's, you know, uh, that just seems like another cop out, you know, uh, an over explanation of, you know, trying to, justify a bad script and and a less than perfect portrayal i just find it so funny that we keep going back like i'm not trying to bash george here but it just this just seems to be turning into a george bashing podcast well how could it not be i mean <laughs> like uh it, it's sort of it's it's just kind of baffling honestly that yeah no i i think we'll be doing our <laughs> our george I have a number of episodes that we're going to be doing on George, and I think we'll be doing them a lot sooner than I thought we would be just because of our, right. how we talk. <laughs> we should probably, right, do that episode so we just get it all out. Sooner, yeah. Get it all out on it's the table. multiple episodes. It's not just one. Right. So, but, okay. So here's a super long explanation of why he is perfect, Anakin is perfect, and, and uh, written perfectly. Okay. George did it so, and George had this all planned out and it's perfectly. So, okay. This person says, You're born a slave to a mother who is also a slave without a father figure. You have this trait of loving deeply. You want to make things better for your mother, but you cannot. You're a whiz, building pod racers, protocol droids, and all at a young age, but there's no recognition or appreciation. Suddenly, there's this great Jedi master 
who frees you but cannot free your mother. At the age of nine, you have to leave her behind and train to be a Jedi and even meet the Jedi Council face to face. That itself is overwhelming. And now you lose the Jedi Master, who is briefly your father figure, and you've no choice but to turn to his young, hesitant Padawan. Fortunately, things go smooth when it comes to your relationship with him. For ten years, you train. You're determined as heck to become a great Jedi Knight. You train and train, although regularly having dreams about your mother. He becomes your father figure. You're already 19 and just cannot resist that attractive senator from Naboo. The crumminess during childhood and all those years of training have already made you strong, powerful, and confident. And with those raging hormones, you are very open and frank about what you feel about the senator. You have only one flaw. You cannot control your anger. And you go to any length to protect your dear ones. You have dreams of your mother again. And finally decide to go see her. Sorry, she's been sold. You learn that she's freed, but then captured by vicious thugs, and she dies in your arms. You feel angry and hopeless. You go and slaughter their whole village, single-handed. Not justifiable, surely. You do feel a tinge of regret at killing the women and children, but you cannot reverse what has been done. And you are already committed to protecting the senator, who later secretly becomes your wife. As if this was not enough, the Jedi Council hasn't really been totally saintly. You're powerful, but they keep reining you in. Your master is right about being patient, but the Council doesn't seem to really appreciate or like you. You receive the news that your wife is pregnant. You've already been dealing with enough problems and conflicting emotions, and now you have further trouble to keep this a secret, which in itself is quite a job, and your responsibility has clearly grown. And now you have visions of her dying in childbirth. You lost your mother and now have a steely resolve to protect your wife. You are quite intelligent. Your former master had once said there's no fool in you. And these emotions cloud you and allow you to be manipulated by the Sith Lord of, for his own purposes. You turn to the dark side, still determined to save your wife. Manipulated events convince you of the Jedi turning against democratic principles and their repeated unpleasant behavior toward you just adds fuel to the fire. But you finally find your own wife and your master aboard the same spaceship, and all heck breaks loose. The one you went to great lengths to protect has arrived with someone who would definitely stop you from going any further, although that was not intentional. You fight, you become overconfident, and you get charred. Your wife is dead. The Emperor says your kids are dead too. You're simply torn. Everything you had is lost, and the only identity you have is that of Darth Vader, one filled with hate. Okay, you just basically summarized the first, the prequels with that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're explaining okay. why it's why it's okay. That like it's, it's that's he's that's why he's perfect. Uh, yeah. What? I mean, okay, it's one thing to like say that you know in the article but it's another like it's not an article this is a guy this is a person just like giving you a list of why it his acting is good of like these are these are the extraordinary events that are put upon anakin so therefore his reactions and what he's doing like you he wouldn't be a normal kid he wouldn't be a normal person yeah no one's saying he was a normal person it's just the way he the way it it's different about how then he's like, you know, he, it, it comes across on screen. I think, I think the emotions and the everything he's f- feeling is is accurate 
to the character, but it's just the performance and how those emotions and those feelings are are portrayed with dialogue that are bad. I don't really get what this guy, I mean, I get, I get what he's saying, but it's not. <laughs> he's saying that he's a, the, it's a good. Yeah, okay, but I don't really see the argument for how it's, okay. I guess I, I guess I get it. It just, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it says like, you feel angry and helpless. You go and slaughter their whole village single-handed. Not justifiable, surely. You feel do feel a tinge of regret at killing the women and children, but you cannot reverse what has been done. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think he feels re- regret. But he's he's implying that there is acting enough that he that's why he acts weird and that's why he kills and that's why he does all these things. And so this this person is implying that there is reason for why he is stinted, why he is not performing the best, why he's again that average teenager of he's not been raised normally. It's basically yeah. giving you a list of all the, the the traumatic events. And so then you can be like, okay, well, because he's been raised atypically, it's fine that he's different. That he's robotic, that he's he doesn't feel things. Uh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like another person says, like, a few lines of his may be cheesy, but his performance was spot on. Anakin, as a character, is supposed to be like that. He's supposed to be petulant. He's supposed to be yeah. like a weird teenager. I disagree massively. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's the argument is that he is perfectly portrayed because Anakin is supposed to be all exactly the way he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> you disagree too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for, for our positives and negatives. So do you want to see him back in the, in the star Wars? In Star Wars, yes, I would. If I would, I would like to see him back. I think that if he were to return, you know, whether it was in some sort of flashback scene in the Kenobi series or, you know, whatever, I think that it would be a chance for him to really give the character another another attempt. I, I think that he would do a lot. A much better job because he would have better direction and you know script yeah and script and be able to having played the character already and certainly know what was bad and and what went wrong the last time i think would be a great opportunity for him to really just make that character just cement himself as 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 this really he could he could really show off how well he could play Anakin and how well Anakin could have been in the first two movies had it had better script and direction. Okay. I would say I'd be okay with him coming back. Like not, I wouldn't be against it. I'm not 
again, because I don't think the portrayal was strong and I'm not strongly attached to it. I don't, if the story's right, I'd like him back. I will say I don't, and this is not, nothing against Hayden here. Like this again, totally my own biased and back to the 97 re-releases. I don't want to see him back as a force ghost. I I don't either. Yeah, I would like him to come back in some a flashback or something, if that's way. But most people believe that the only way he could come back is through a force ghost. And so a lot of people want that to happen. So I would say if that's the only way to bring him back, I would prefer he does not. If he does, I will not be upset. Because I, I, again, I understand that it is canon that he is the force ghost. That the old guy there is no longer canon and does not exist anymore. And see, that's so, a, that's absurd to me. It doesn't I, make any I, sense. Yeah, I agree. You you died as an old man. Why would you come back as your younger, more handsome self? <laughs> uh, and also, the, you, I think your son, I'm pretty sure. Sh- oh, go ahead. Oh, and your son like wouldn't recognize. I mean, he would probably figure it's you, but it would be like this complete stranger, basically. And you'd probably be like, uh, "Is that my dad?" Like, <laughs> okay, like, hey, dad, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I think we talked a little bit about this in um, the re- uh, re-releases, but the argument for it is that he, the old man died as Darth Vader. And so he, when he dies, he goes back to when he was Anakin Skywalker. And that's why he comes in as the young Anakin is because that's Anakin Skywalker. The old man is Vader. That's not, but he died. No, but he died. Anakin Skywalker. That's, that's where I would agree. That's where I would say like he died. Anakin, he had a piece of Anakin in there all along. Yes. That's where I would say. Yes. He he died. Anakin Anakin Skywalker again. This, the minute he threw the emperor down the death star shaft chasm, whatever. That's what I would say, but at that there are point, a lot of people that yeah. disagree. Yeah. Well, that's absurd. <laughs> in my in my opinion. In your opinion. Uh, we yes. should get we could should get Sarah on here again to just talk about that. Because she's got some interesting we've we've had some interesting philosophical discussions about it. So okay. we might, yeah, we yeah, might do definitely. a bonus a bonus episode where okay. we just, just throw that and just like let's talk about Anakin's force goose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it so. just then it doesn't, uh, yeah, I don't know how or where he could appear as a force ghost now that would make any sense. I mean, I guess it would be kind of cool to see him as a force ghost interact with Ahsoka in, if they ever do like a, if they do a spinoff Ahsoka show or in The Mandalorian, but that almost just feels unnecessary. I don't know how you would how you could write that into a show without it being just totally obvious fan service. Well, right now there's not a lot of talk of him coming back. There's there's talk. No, no, I wrote I lied. There's talk of him coming back as a force ghost to talk to Obi-Wan in the Obi-Wan series. Ah, okay. But that doesn't make sense because no, no, that's he, right. No, he's because he's de- he's not dead. So never mind. I, yeah, I, I made that wrong. I made that up. But there's, I don't know. There's talk. Of, there were. You're right. So there's not a lot of talk now. There was a lot of talk going into Rise of Skywalker. Everybody wanted. A lot of people wanted 
him to come back as a forest ghost. Now that that didn't okay. happen, we we don't know if he's going to come back or not. He probably right. won't, but and there's not a lot of talk about it now. But before Rise of Skywalker, it was let's get him as a Force ghost. Yeah, have they started filming that Kenobi series? No. Okay, I didn't think so, because I would imagine they could do a lot with with flashbacks and him in that show. I, I feel like the potential for that could be whatever you wanted to do. You know, you could. Yeah, you could do anything you wanted with that. Have him just have Kenobi reminiscing or missing his his friend. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the most likely. I think if he doesn't show up in the Kenobi series, then he he doesn't come back. At least not for the foreseeable future. We'll see. All right, that wraps up our show. Yes. If you want to contact us, you can find us on Anchor at Who Shot First, or you can find us on Twitter at Who Shot One SW Pod. That's Who Shot One SW Pod. And you can find us on Gmail at Who Shot First SW Pod. That's Who Shot First SW Pod. Any last words, Ethan? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I made my case. <laughs> Excited for Clone Wars? Oh, yeah. We start, I, our clone, we start our Clone Wars arc next. I'm stoked for Clone Wars. Do we want to tell them what the first episode for Clone Wars is going to be? That's probably a good idea. First episode for Clone Wars is... Do you know? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the schedule. You got to uh -huh. send me the schedule. Send you the schedule? Okay. Yeah. The first episode is going to be, is Clone Wars for Kids? Okay. And Sarah will ma be making an appearance on that episode as well. Excellent. Making return appearance from her Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Excellent. So, all right. That is all, folks. And like always, never tell, never us, tell the us the odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Oh, really? You're cold?